Hey, I'm Jodie, event manager, business owner, educator, and podcast host. I'm an introverted homebody, wannabe wine master, and I truly believe in the power of events to inspire, delight, and ignite human potential. Every week, I take you backstage into the wonderful world of business events and give you the insider scoop on how to take your events to the next level. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the traditional custodians of the lands where we live, learn and listen. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode 18 of the Events Insider podcast. Now, today is a bit of a different episode for you. So normally I'm either giving you event tips and advice or I'm interviewing an event expert about a particular area of events. But today I'm joined by an admin expert to discuss tips and best practice for when you're tasked with the company event on top of your day-to-day work and how you can go about managing all those different stakeholders and how to collaborate with others to get the job done. So today I'm chatting with Candice Birmingham. Now Candice is the founder of Admin Avenues, which is Australia's first premier employment marketplace and community for admin professionals. But she started her 20-year admin career as an office junior and worked her way up to C-suite executive assistant to some of the biggest and brightest minds globally. Now, she's got a lot of experience managing the company meetings, events, and experiences, as well as navigating those relationships and collaborating with others. So there is a lot of gold nuggets in this chat. Now, let's get into it. Well, Candice, welcome to the Events Insider podcast. Thank you very much for having me. It's so good to have you. I feel like this is a Slightly different episode today, which I'm excited to chat about. Normally, I invite people from the events industry onto the podcast, but I really wanted to have this chat with you today because you are like a voice for admin professionals and I love the work that you do. And also, I think it will be a great way to get perspective on how someone else sees events and what you like about events um, so that we can learn from someone who attends a lot of events because you definitely are (laughs) out there in the world. Yes. You attend a lot. So you know what love an event. (laughs) Yeah, so good. So for anyone that doesn't know you, can you share a little bit about your career journey and how you ended up starting Admin Avenues? Absolutely. So my background is I'm a career executive assistant. Um and I'm a career admin professional, but I say executive assistant because I did that the longest. But um I yeah, did the whole journey from office junior up to C suite executive assistant. Uh, and then I came back to Australia. I was living in London and I saw a gap in the market and I was like, where are all the jobs for admin? And there wasn't a solution for that. So uh, with two weeks of quarantine on my hands, <laughs> I have plenty of time to come up with a, an idea or website and a plan and bam, we came up with the idea of, and I keep saying we, we wasn't around then, me came up with admin uh avenues in the hotel and we just for reference of anyone that doesn't follow our our socials is my dog millie she is my we (laughs) uh so yeah it kind of just came out of nowhere it wasn't planned it wasn't something that i was like oh yeah one day i want to have a job board and then so i put together the job board and my community was like nope we want more we want a community we want you know templates we want connection we want networking and i was like all right all right build it and they will come. And so that's what we did. We just ended up building out this community and it grew very quick, very organically. Um, Again, we had events (laughs) all over the country. So we interact with all the admin groups around the country. So 
whenever there's any of our admin community and I'm I'm traveling, I always make a point of seeing if I can attend an event and meet everyone. Um, we have admin groups literally in every capital city. So if you're looking for one, reach out, I'll introduce you. Um, but yeah, that's how it kind of came about. And uh, yeah, from that, we, we're expanding into the UK next year as well. Um, so it's, it's been a journey, but it's been a fun journey. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. I love that story. And it was obviously something that was just so needed for the community. Um, so well done you for starting it. Thank you. Before we dive in, because I feel like there's a lot of areas we can tap into with you. Um, but before we dive in, I'd love to know, because you do attend a lot of events, what do you think makes a great event? So I think, um, a great event is an organized event, <laughs> a typical EA answer, <laughs> but I am actually like a, a checklist kind of gal. I really, really love things being ticked off. I like knowing that there is procedures. I like knowing everyone's clear on the plan and that we, you know, we can all understand how to make the, the event a great success. Um, and my other feedback would, my other point is that feedback is important. So whether it's like, you know, sending out a survey afterwards or, or speaking with your your peers, doing whatever whatever works for you, whether it's a big event or whether it's just an internal event, get feedback, find out, you know, what you could have done better, what you might have missed, you know, did did we forget to acknowledge someone? Did we forget to, I don't know, it's always just good to get feedback so that you can always build on on your event and make sure that you can make it better for the next time or also for future events you may they may come up with ideas where you're like yeah I'm going to use that in a future event that's a great idea yeah for sure and feedback is definitely something that I bang on about a lot as well because I think sometimes it can be daunting to put ourselves out there and ask people what they think because we don't want to get the negative feedback but the the only thing worse than putting on you know a subpar event is doing it twice right there might be something that we're doing that we don't realize people don't enjoy or there's something that we could easily add that people really want. And so it is super important as daunting as it is to ask for feedback. So I love that you've um, suggested that. Yeah. And taking on that feedback, like, yes, as you just said, sometimes it's not, not nice. It's not great feedback, but if you, if you're asking for feedback, take it on, don't just say, okay, well, that's their opinion. Like you've, you've got to actually take it on and be like, okay, maybe they're onto something there. So yeah. Big, big point there. And there'll always be, you know, some comments that you can just absolutely dismiss. Always. (laughs) Not worry about. Oh, the room was too cold. Yes. Oh, that's always, it's always too hot or too cold or yeah. Yeah. We can dismiss those, but yeah, Yeah. definitely. Absolutely. Taking on the feedback. Um, Have there been any business events that you've attended as a guest that I guess really stood out to you that you've remembered or even just elements of events that have really stood out to you? I mean, I like to tell a story of the first big event I ever went to because it's just stayed with me forever as to why I love events. Um, my mum was one of the first uh, people to implement Ronald McDonald House in Australia. She was on the board, uh, the charity balls, and I used to help like put packs together. You know, you got the goodie bags and things like that, and there were auctions and everything. So I was a child labour um, <laughs> in the back wrapping things and doing all the all the bits and bobs in the back end. But I remember getting of age where I could come. So I was a teenager. And I walked into this grand ballroom in, at the Hilton in Brisbane and my mind was just blown. Like the whole room was just 
beautiful. I'd never seen anything like it. The the table placements, the napkins, the the chandeliers, the the band, the stage, like everything was just like sensory overload. I was just like, this is incredible. And I I felt like if that was me, I want to sit here for a minute and watch everyone else come in and see their face as they came in. And everyone had the same reaction of just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I remember thinking, that's the impact you can have from hosting an event. Your work gives that impact where people will walk away and remember that. And that kind of stayed with me of like, these these things matter. Little details matter. Yes, the big room and, and everything looking pretty made it, but it was people coming to their table and looking and seeing their calligraphy name tag. It was, it was the the centerpiece. It was, it was just, it was just. I've, I've never forgotten it clearly. Um, so any kind of event ever since has <laughs> been marked up against that. Is <laughs> um, hard ask because we don't get those ones all the exactly, time? Exactly, exactly. But yeah, that you've pointed out, it is in the details. You know, we might not be able to transform a ballroom every event that we do, but. You know, what are those small things that people are going to notice and and see that someone's put in the effort and the time to yep. do for them as a guest? And yep. how can you make that whole experience or even, you know, that that room reveal, that wow factor at the beginning? Yep. And yeah. it's just even those little things that you just take through to any event, be it a board meeting. A board meeting is an event. And this is something I say to admins all the time. You don't actually understand. You are event managers. You are yeah. event creators. Yes. Even a board meeting is an event. It has a run list from start to go. It has catering. It has presentations. It, it's an event. Um, so it's just those little things like remembering, you know, the chairman loves this brand of tea or they like these biscuits or, you know, Bob's a vegetarian, like all those things where people just like, oh, thank you. Like you remembered that matter and, and make a difference. So from the littlest thing, like a boardroom event through to big events, it, it's all in the detail. Yeah, I remember I had to um, organize the board meetings for a company that I used to work for. Did a lot of events, but board meetings were part of that. And every month they had a different theme. And so whatever they were talking about, I then got to tie everything into that theme. So through the catering and the setup and that kind of thing. And so, yes, a board meeting might sound dull, but, you know, how can we have fun with it? How can we get creative? And people remembered those board meetings. Yep, yep, they do. Yeah, we when I was at SBS, we had them all over the place. Like one one year it was in Uluru, one one it was in Canberra at the at not at the Parliament House, but one of the like national galleries or something. Like it was yep. just incredible. Um, and yeah, each each one was was it wasn't as as big of an event because SBS government funded, uh, not the budget there. But we we, we everything mattered. Everything everything mattered, and I think that. You have to have that kind of mentality of not, not if you're a that'll do person, don't get into events. If if you're into the detail and you're into making things special, then come join the party. Yeah. I think for some admin professionals, um, it can be really overwhelming it and can. you sort of get tasked with these events that you have to plan and it sort of becomes another thing on your to-do list. From your experience, what would you say are some tips for, I guess, managing your day-to-day, but then when you've got these event projects on top of the day-to-day, how do you manage your time? Okay, so for people who are lucky enough to have an events team or a comms team, sometimes they get involved as well. Awesome, you're lucky. Um, For people that don't, I say enlist help, get your community, get your admins together and say, hey, 
you know, I've I've got this event, I, I need help. How can we break this up? And then literally plan it, break it into projects and each person take a project each and be accountable for it. Have check-in points, have milestones where you're like, okay, we're up to here, now we can do this. But never try and do it alone. I know mm. there's some people that do have to do it alone, but if you don't have to, don't. Like even if you've got lucky enough to have a receptionist, a receptionist can do so much while they're, well, they they can they can do the the back end. They can do the dietary requirements. They can do the catering. Like, don't always feel like oh, it's always on me. It's always on me. Even though it always is dumped on admins, <laughs> um, don't lose your lose your cool with it. Take it as an opportunity because it is another skill set, um, which is something you is a transferable skill that you can take through to any job, any company, all around the world. The fact that you have event management experience on your CV is a really good thing to have as well. Um, it also shows that you can multitask, that you can, you're a creative thinker. Like there's so many good aspects of it. But I would say if you can, try and enlist some help for it as well. Um, but as, as I said before, I'm just such a list creator. I'm a big fan of the list delegation where possible. But on the flip side of that, I'm also a complete control freak that wants to have overview of everything <laughs> and make sure that nothing goes wrong. <laughs> but I think that's the thing, right? Like you could still be the project manager. But if you can, like you said, enlist help from others and delegate out parts of it and you be kind of the overarching brains behind it, then absolutely. And I think, you know, collaboration, like you say, is a great skill set to have. So I'm wondering, do you have any tips around collaborating effectively amongst a team, whether it's kind of admins or other departments in the company? How do you recommend we navigate, I guess, managing those different relationships? Yeah, um, I'd say in managing different stakeholders is establish regular check-ins and maintain mm. a transparent feedback loop because everyone has an opinion and they all like to share it and that's great, that's feedback, um, but act- actual delegation, actual management of things requires people that are going to be aligned, that they feel heard, that you can preemptively tackle issues before they escalate. Like, there's a whole bunch of ta- tasks, I guess, um, that need to be addressed, like that need to be sorted, that need to be um, managed in a collaborative way. So I think if you get it all, I say on paper, but no one uses paper anymore. But if you can get it all on paper and see, okay, what what are the blocks here? What can we make sure we avoid? Okay, for instance, the other day when we we went to that event, I felt the need to go stand out the front of the restaurant because it was quite tricky to know where that restaurant was. Mm. Uh, and then so I I collaborated with someone else and said, okay, you stand on one side because there's two entrances. One, You stand on one side, I'll stand on the other side because how were people going to know where it was? Um, and we didn't have like you can't like send out an email, like no one's checking their emails after hours or anything. So you just have to rely on your people and make sure that you, as things pop up, jump on it. For I'll give you an example. like. In my events experience, one of the kind of notable challenges I faced um, during a company-wide event was managing a diverse set of stakeholders who all had like their own different priorities and whatnot. Um, it was actually a, another SBS event. We had a event at uh, Parliament House. And I just remember someone, must have been talent, like a chef or something like that, made jams. 
And like they must have had like from their farm or something, but all these jams were there and all these like randoms out of nobody, like out of nowhere came and like started like siphoning the jams. So I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? And they're like, oh, you know, so-and-so wants a jam and oh, I'm getting this for this minister. And I was just like, I, I can't believe that we've got an issue with jams. Like <laughs> come into the room and come see what the event's about. But you can't I pick just, it. No, you can't pick it. And that's the thing, right? Be flexible. Be flexible for what's going to happen or what you may think, oh, that's just going to be something they take on the way out. No, they were taking it on the way in. It's just, and these are ministers. <laughs> <laughs> they love a freebie. <laughs> they do love a freebie. They do love a freebie. But that's so good. Uh, yeah, I just say bring everyone together and channel your all your energies towards the same goal for a successful and smoother event. Uh, that's what yeah. I'd say. Just communication and make sure everyone's on the same page. Yeah, and you mentioned before milestones, and I think that that is crucial as well, is kind yeah. of having those points along the way where you can track how are we going and keeping other people accountable to what they have to do as well. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, You have your own podcast as well. Congratulations on um, starting that. Thank and you. And you recently had um, an episode where you talked about being a strategic business partner, which I loved. And I would love your insights um, and advice around how someone could go about, I guess, pitching an event idea to their boss or to their company, because I think a lot of the time, you know, admins have this amazing bird's eye view across the whole company, right? And so sometimes we can see, you know, how an event might achieve objectives. So for someone listening, who's like, I think we should put on this, how can they go about pitching that idea? Yep. So pitching and pitching an idea in general is about storytelling. Mm. So if you're pitching an event idea, it's all about showcasing the value usually because you are having to ask for budget <laughs> if you're in the corporate world. Um, so it's storytelling, it's showcasing the value to the business by saying, you know, by doing like, I'll give another example, you know, like in media, all the channels have showcase events where they, they showcase what content they have and what shows they're going to have for the year and all the press are invited and it's a big like event where, you know, all the talent come and if you have chefs and stuff, there'll be food and, you know, also, it's a great event, but they can see the value of that because you, you, you're presenting your talent to the market. You're showing what, what shows you've got coming on you. It's absolutely worth the money to do that. And the networking with all the press and networking with everyone, it, you can easily show, okay, this is how much it's going to cost. This is the value we'll get from it. This is the press we'll get from it. Like there's, as we say, milestones of what you can achieve. And this is the, this is the output for it. So I would say, showcase the value, um, clearly define the purpose and objectives of your event. Mm. Uh, you know, it's all about process. It's all about, you know, having everything that's, you know, able to secure secure the event budget and things like that. I'd say create a concise proposal so that, uh, you know, you can show the benefits, the costs, the budget, the general timeline. But always just keep tying it back into the company's goals or pain points. For instance, like if your company's focused on employee retention and you're pitching an event that like emphasizes team building or appreciation, you know, you're, you're showing how that's the value add and how the company will get something out of spending that money on that event. Um, you know, if you're just like, oh, we're going to order some party pies and sausage rolls and we don't really know what we're going to do, we might put up a, a fun game or something like that. That's, that's, that's one lazy. And two, that's not fun. No one's going to turn up for that. So I'd say preparation is also critical, um, but also so is timing. <laughs> Make sure that it's at, at a time where people can actually attend. 
like uh, there's an event coming up. I can't remember what it is. It's at 3 p.m. And I was, they're mm. not getting a lot of people coming or registering for it. I'm like, well, it's at 3 p.m. Who can just clock out of their day at 3 p.m.? Yeah, like, know your audience, right? No, like exactly right. Know your audience. I guess if it's a team event or in the in the building, you know, maybe if you put a calendar invite and their boss is attending, then they'll have to turn up. But, you know, if you're doing an external event where you want other people to attend, just like think about the timings and think about what's going to work for people. Um, anticipate questions and concerns that, that people might have and be ready with the solutions. Um, nobody likes people coming to them with just problems, have some ideas and some solutions. And just remember that confidence is key. So like your delivery and having confidence in what you're pitching. Um, because as I said, it's about storytelling. So your passion and your dedication to the idea will go a long way in convincing, um, you know, your executives of its merits. And I think as well, you made a good point about the crappy party pie one, because I think it works in reverse as well. If you're being asked to put on, you know, an event that you don't think is going to achieve the company's objectives because your boss is like, oh, we should probably do something. Just please organize this. Here's some ideas. And they're not great. I think as well, having the confidence to go actually, you know, and question it. Um, And it's one of the things that I always do with a client first up is, they say, oh, we've got this great idea. We're going to hold this event. We need your help. And I go, why are we holding this? Yep. And it sounds really blunt, but you need to be really clear on what you're trying to I'll achieve. Why. And is it going to achieve it? Yep. And so actually if in reverse, if there's a bad idea, like say, I don't think that's a good idea, but what about this instead? Yeah. yeah. We had a situation with that once where my executive really wanted to have a baby photo kind of competition where you had to guess who everyone's baby photo of. And one, not everyone's cool with that, like sharing a baby photo, but also we had like one black guy. Yeah. (laughs) He was just like, "Mm, guess my photo. (laughs) And I mean, like it was all in jest and everyone knows this guy was lovely and fun and whatnot, but I was just like, you've got to be a little bit sensitive towards people may not want to share personal stuff as well. So whilst you're trying to, make it personal and fun and making it, you know, part of it, be a bit bit sensitive towards those things as well. Yeah. Um, changing gears a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Something I talk about all the time is I really believe that events have the power to ignite human potential. And I feel like if anyone's attended a good event before, you know, you really walk out like inspired and changed and sometimes a different person. Why do you think it's important for admin professionals to also be out there attending and networking at events? Yeah, I'm a big believer of this as well. A big, big believer that human contact and human networking, it's just not the same when it's on Zoom. Uh, it does ignite human potential and it does ignite, like, uh, I don't know the science behind it. I read it recently where, like it was saying, you know, when you feel, one of them was when you feel sleepy on the couch next to someone, it's because like endorphins of of them be, making you feel relaxed. And it's the mm-hmm. same kind of thing of when you're in a crowd of people who are feeling excited and, and motivated, like you get that sensory as well. Yeah. Um, and I totally agree with that because whenever I, I, ha- I often get, I'm, a, I'm an extroverted introvert. Same. So I love it when I'm there, but I I am like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I hope they re. I hope they reschedule. I hope they reach it. Like I am that person that just doesn't want to do it. And then as soon as I do it, I'm having fun. And yeah. I, I now know that I have to push through that and be like, dude, we do this all the time. You do this. You tell that part of the story. I tell this. And then we always have fun. 
Like, let's go. Yeah. Um, but I would say for admin professionals, attending and networking events is vital, not only for your personal growth, but for also for your professional growth. So for that, I mean like training events, networking events, things that will allow you to stay updated with industry trends, um, building valuable connections and showcasing, you know, your skill set, talking about, you know, what you're doing, talk about what other people are doing. How are you using this? How are you using that? Uh, have you been to this latest place? Have you used this? Like it, you you just don't talk like that conversationally online. It's when you're in person, these things come up or, um, you know, you're in a group. So all different conversations are going in, particularly us women are quite good at being in this conversation. They're jumping to this conversation then <laughs> being a part of it, like a, a long girl's lunch or something. But I say like by interacting in these kind of diverse settings, admins enhance their problem solving capabilities as well mm. um, and they're discovering innovative solutions and they position themselves as contributors to their organizations because they're then able to come back from this and tell what they learned from it and that's something I would also say if you ever like an attend an event or a conference or something be able to come back with an output statement of this is what I actually learned this is what I got back from it so that they can actually say hey that was a great investment or for instance there was a Newcastle admin event um, not long ago and these two admins connected and, and they were like oh my boss has been trying to get a, a meeting with your boss and they were like right let's do it right now and bam they connected and it was done so as I always say when admins connect magic happens so yes. take these opportunities to network it also opens doors to potential job opportunities or collaborations like often we don't outwardly say when there's things going on but if you're like for instance, we had a Sydney admins event and one of the girls was saying, oh, I'm looking at going into virtual work and one of the girls owns her own business and she was like, great, I'm looking for someone. Like you just wouldn't have had that conversation if you weren't at that event, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big believer in you never know who you're going to meet as well. So I, I'm always like, just go. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know who you're going to talk to. And that's happened in so many different ways. Like you know, I, we had an AOP event in Melbourne uh, last month, I think it was, and uh, I was talking to one of the guys that saying, you know, going through investment and whatnot. And he's like, oh, I'm an investor. I can help you look at your deck. I can help you this. And I'm at an admin event. But like, Amazing. Amazing. You, know, you never know who you're going to meet and you never know who you're going to talk to. And you never know who's going to, you, you need a favor. And you're like, oh, hey, we've met at that event. Like I definitely, definitely implore admins to go out there, ignite human potential and, and get amongst it with your, your, your community. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And you are a great facilitator of that. And I know you put on a lot of events. Love an event. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone's like, I need to be in Candace's world, how can they connect with you and get involved in what you offer? Absolutely. So I'm literally the only Candace Birmingham on the planet that I know of. Uh, so if you put Candice Birmingham into anything, social platforms, LinkedIn, Google, you'll find me. Um, so I'm on everything. Um, but my company is Admin Avenues. If you'd like to come in and check that out, join the community, it's completely free. Um, and it has all sorts of resources, companies we work with, including Gem Events and the Events Academy. Um, and just, you know, we put these companies on there because they're actually people we know and we like and we recommend. They're not just, oh, hey, we'll put you up there because it's it's fun. We've tried and tested these people and had great experiences with them. So um, come and check out Amanda News as well. And you also have a membership community and you put on education as well, which we I'm do. 
very excited to be presenting in. Yes. So Admin Avenues recently acquired the Admin Collective, which is a um, global membership uh, for admin professionals, which um, has been really fun. We do a masterclass every week for premium members. And uh, tomorrow we have a minute taking one, which I know doesn't sound all that exciting, but you would be how you'd be surprised how hard minutes are if you're not formally trained. So when yes. you have someone who can actually explain how to do it, it's so helpful. And that's the same. We're having Jody on to explain how to like breaking it down into how to actually organize an event. You think it's just, oh, here you do, you do that, you do that, you do. No, there's so much more to it. And your your website also has some free downloads and things for admins to be able to access as well. So, but yeah, we're we're having Jody on as our masterclass, uh, which is super exciting. So if you're not a member, feel free to check that out as well. That's the Admin Collective. Yeah, I'll pop a link in the show notes as well for people. I have one final question for you. If you had to sum up all your years of experience into one piece of advice for admins who get tasked with planning company events, what would you say? I would say, especially to those ones like diving into event planning and haven't done it before, uh, is start with clear objectives. Mm-hmm. and always have a backup plan. And most admins are used to having a backup plan, uh, but in events, just in my experience, I always think what could go wrong. Like I want to plan for the what could go wrong. So for example, you know, if if it's an outdoor event, have umbrellas. Even if it says it's going to be a sunny day, have umbrellas. And usually the the company will be happy to have their branded umbrellas everywhere. Like they want people to take away a branded item. But I would just say always have a backup plan. As we said earlier, know the why behind Mm -hmm. your event. That will guide your decisions in in having like your plan B, C, and D and contingencies in place um, because you've already like planned for the unexpected. Mm -hmm. And if possible, have a 2IC who's across everything. So whilst you may be the overarching, project manager of the event, have someone else that you can rely on that you can be like, you know, for instance, I remember we had an event in in our office and the chairman forgot his pass. (laughs) So he couldn't get access to the building. So we had to get one of the assistants to run down and get access and talk to security to let him in because he was from America and didn't have ID. And we weren't planning for that one. We didn't have that on the list of things that would happen, but have someone that you can be like, go, 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 and that they can jump on something for you. So that that's probably my top three. Yeah, love that. Such great advice. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Not at all. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for helping out with the admin community as well. I think the Events Academy is something that was really needed for our industry. Um, big fan of of getting people along to that. I know you're you're judging it uh, for for the future. Yes. Uh, so stay tuned for that one. Um, but it's just such a great um, tool for admins, and I think you know it's definitely something that every admin should be looking at as part of their role. So get amongst that. Amazing. Thanks, Candice. Thank you, Jody. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Events Insider Podcast. If you loved it, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, share with your friends, and I'll chat to you next week. Bye.